You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Hi everybody, quick PSA. There was kind of a technical issue, so the audio quality, not as ideal as I would hope. So I apologize for that, but I did fix the audio issue. So the next episode will sound much clearer. Again, my apologies, but I worked really hard on this episode, and I fixed the issue after recording the episode. Stay tuned for more, but please give this episode a chance too. I just wanted to apologize. Hello everyone, and welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop, the latest artist-specific episode, A Guide to P1 Harmony. Hopefully, whether you're a new fan or a long-time one, you will enjoy this guide to them because it's both informational and includes my thoughts and theories about their whole music video universe, my interpretation. So I hope it's useful, and let's get right into it. P1 Harmony is a six-member, pretty young boy band. The age range is 16 to 20. The six of them are really well known for a couple of main things. One is their cinematic world building, their music videos, the characters they play in them, the superhero origin story of sorts, which goes along with reason two for their popularity, their empowering messages. Because their whole premise is basically, they are superhuman in their music video universe. But what makes them superhuman are the traits they kick up a notch. They take the things that make them special and unique, like the ability to be impulsive or being spontaneous. Things that some could see as character flaws, they actually dial it up and lean into those differences. And that becomes their superpower. So it's kind of a coming-of-age story mixed with sci-fi. So aside from the original story, with really helpful, empowering themes, they're also well known for their hip-hop performances and sonic range. They won Rookie of the Year at the Mamas last year. Their debut album entered the top 10 of the iTunes chart in the USA. They recently sold out and went on a USA tour. They've gotten lots of critical acclaim, and they don't even have that much experience yet. Their debut was actually late 2020. Fun fact, actually, Joan Sobe was on both YG Treasure Box and this other show previously, K-Pop Star 6, The Last Chance, and he was in the group Boyfriend. Anyway, but now they are right at home as a six-person group. They really do have interesting chemistry. They decided to debut in a very unique way, by releasing the movie, the origin story, before any music. So in Korea, before you could even own their album, you could watch them in theaters and see their music video universe introduced to you and get familiar with that before what was essentially the soundtrack came out. The genre is labeled action, drama, and sci-fi. In the official plot of this movie called P1H, The Beginning of a New World, says, quote, The story of boys who are scattered in the past, present, and future to find the star of hope in order to save the earth, which is devastated by a virus spread by a group of evil, unquote. This did come out in late 2020, but was big on special effects, probably took forever post-production. So maybe actually this was in the works before COVID, possibly not a response to that. Interesting timing, though. It was directed and written by Han Sung-yoon, who's previously worked on The Target, Reset, Death Bell, a well-known creative. 
So their debut already helped them get a head start getting buzzed about because of the movie. Then they showed us who they are with their performances and music. They started out with the Disharmony trilogy. Disharmony Stand Out, Disharmony Breakout, Disharmony Find Out. And it does seem to be intentional that the all caps title was saved for the grand finale, the final chapter in the trilogy. They have now just released the Harmony Zero End chapter, presumably another trilogy. So the Disharmony era is done, the Harmony era is beginning which will surely come with its own host of problems, and then you could really wax philosophical about what that means, that their ideal world is actually still imperfect. Truly, I think the best song ever to get into P1 Harmony. Unpopular opinion, but it's a B-side, End It. End It really does what it had to do. Just go check it out, that's a very impressive song. They also do continue to have empowering songs. Their lyrics do infuse their optimistic storytelling, their words of encouragement, but not in a preachy way, a natural way that doesn't distract from the catchiness of the song to teach you a lesson. Like the song Bop. It is a bop, but it's just a nice continuation of the lyrics from Scared about trying not to take life too seriously and being yourself without worrying too much and amplifying the stakes in your head. Then there's Follow Me, which is another reminder to just live in and enjoy the moment. Another song about conquering fear before the dawn. Their new album, Harmony Zero In, lots of great lyrics in there too. Mirror Mirror is all about who cares what you tell yourself the mirror says. Don't believe that stuff. You look awesome today. You look great today. Yes Man is kind of a funny romantic twist on the concept of a yes man. In this context, it's not described as like a pushover, but just someone who's gonna say yes to you. Whatever you want, you get. They actually say in that song, I'll be your missing piece, which is really cute because peace is their fandom name. The new title track is all about nothing can hold you back. They say I'm flying higher once again. The sky is the limit is the whole theme of their work, basically. The sky is the limit. Swagger is about going your own way, embracing your swagger, etc. Their other relatively new release, Gotta Get Back, a single with Pink Sweats. What I love about that release is not just Pink Sweats' adorable outfit in the video for it, but how it came about so organically. Both artists just really bonded and had an affection for each other. Ever since P1 Harmony got Pink Sweats' attention with their cover of At My Worst, they linked up at a P1 Harmony concert, and the rest is beautiful friendship history. That's a quick overview of who is P1 Harmony and their discography. Now let's dive into their music video universe, which first kicked off with a series of individual videos in the Welcome to Plus World series. So as we talk about these parallel worlds, keep that in mind. There's quote-unquote the real world in Plus World, and the members are trying to figure out where they can fit into Plus World, where they can be superhuman, where they fit in in the supernatural realm. The first video in this Plus World series June. This is actually a repeated theme in their work I would take note of. The TV screen is seen in the shot once the camera zooms out. So you see him with his superpowers telekinetically lifting this car. But zooming out, you see that's not really him. The IRL him is watching the TV him do that. And actually, it's kind of an instructional video, and we see all the members are there watching this infomercial, basically, for Plus World. 
So they start asking questions, familiarizing themselves with what plus world entails. And they're like, so what you're saying is our access is granted by utilizing our most distinct personality trait. That's our superpower? And the answer is basically, yeah. But actually, I love this wording. Quote, Based on the reality, you could say that. But like I mentioned before, everything is interconnected and interrelated, so nothing is really grounded on a single dimension. Multiple worlds are evolving together, so technically the causal nexus is pretty irrelevant. Unquote. The members gotta give him blank stares after that. Just a side note, causal nexus means, like, to bind, to link together a cause and effect. So they're saying, so, personality becomes superpower? And this guy decided to sound all smarty pants in his response with, causal nexus is irrelevant. Like, sure, you could say that, but does it really matter? The point is that the superhero effect you seek, we know how to cause it, and the cause is in you to lead to that effect. So the specific root of the superpower, does it even matter as long as you get that superpower? Then he talks to the camera about his desire to develop his telekinetic skills. Second video, Soul. Part of his monologue is, quote, My personality? That's what you're curious about? Everyone says they can't define me. Can it be mystery instead? As expected, it can't be? My superpower is... I'm not sure whether it's still growing or it just happens to be different all the time. I have telekinesis too, end quote. So his superpower, he's either still navigating or it is a multitude of things. He's kind of just hanging out on his own and some of the guys are watching him from behind a pillar in the video. And one of them says, quote, how come Soul is immune to Alcor, unquote. This is a very interesting reference, because first of all, Alcor is a thing. It's actually the name of a cryogenics company, which actually ended up being a tax-exempt nonprofit. Fun slash morbid fact. It's actually called a Life Extension Foundation that helps, like, preserve frozen body parts for future use. So they say Alcor, A-L-C-O-R, but I think they were really just putting their own spin on Aldor. A-L-D-O-R, which refers to this order of priests from World of Warcraft, who are the keepers of the light. Keep in mind in that context, the light does not inherently represent something fully pure and good. The light just refers to this endless sea that is as good and pure and moral as the person using it decides to make it. So basically, Aldor and using the light help determine character, and so it makes sense if that's what they were referencing. I think they meant that, not Alcor, but either way would kind of make sense, because Soul's main hidden trait seems to be just immortality. And that may be why his special power is a mystery, because he doesn't need to find a special power to access this world where nobody dies, the supernatural world. He can just come and go there as he pleases. After all, they say in this video, quote, Everyone saw Soul for the first time here, right? Is anyone who saw Soul first in the real world? Unquote. Third, Jonso. He seems quite preoccupied with something on his phone as he walks over to the others. Then later, he's live-streaming, introducing his followers to a pet drone he's raising, Ron. So his drone, Ron, is like his baby. So he's clearly immersed in the virtual world while he's IRL. Theo? He actually shoots a drone out of the sky, causing a colorful explosion. But zooming out, the camera reveals similar scenes are being carried out from a video game. 
So maybe all that exploding is actually part of the digital sphere, not IRL. Theo knows his way with a bow and arrow, a laser, anything he needs to shoot a target. He's very precise, yet he struggles in this video to open a soda can that he broke the tab off of. So, I love this way of reframing his impulsiveness. Quote, whatever the target is, I don't think for more than three seconds, or it becomes disrespectful to my intuition. Unquote. Next time someone's like, you should think that through more, and you don't want to, maybe just say, I don't want to disrespect my intuition. Intak is next. He is in a CGI scene right away, no ambiguity about that, riding a hoverboard, overtly introducing himself to the camera, to the viewer. But all of a sudden, after his monologue, the screen kind of has a scratch, freeze-frame moment, and he falls to the ground off a roof, and is just so shocked that he almost died, because he said, quote, I never die here, unquote. So clearly right now, they're in plus world. Lastly, Kiho. He also directly introduces himself to the camera, and he talks about how he can control space and time. While he is transported to new places, green screen style, in this kind of infomercial vibe, educational video. So quick recap. Jiyun, he is a destroyer. He's also very meticulous, and his big skill, telekinesis. Soul is a mystery. We don't know what his key trait and superpower are. Although he is immortal, his immunity could be that power. Joan Sob is resourceful, and his main thing is omnifabrication, aka the ability to create or invent anything. He's the engineer of the group. He's the one with the pet drone. Theo, he's a hunter. His skill is precision, accuracy, and intuition. Intak, he's immortal. He's optimistic, and his main skill, hyperdurability. And then there's Kiho, who finds spontaneity his strength and controls space and time. Notable monologue from the concluding video for Plus World Introductions. Quote, here's an update on Plus World. It is officially confirmed that Alcor virus and its toxicities had all been washed away by the heavy rain. Whatever these six young men did, it clearly worked. Now, the most inhabited metaverse appears to be frozen. Yes, the server, but also literally, it's an ice age. Even the damn drones that were spreading the virus are either dead or asleep. But the real question we should be asking right now, who are the six young saviors? Are they heroes? Are they prophets? Or, this is my personal truth, are they angels? None of the above. I'm sorry, but we are not your anything. We are the beginning of us. We are the change you've only been faking. We are the possibilities that will never cease to become true. Listen, guys, who are we? Unquote. Lots of different details about that worth zoning in on to talk about. But to me, the two takeaways that are the biggest are how they say, we are not your anything. We are just us. Love that. Second of all, it seems notable that at the end of this monologue, the last few lines are being read as the members are FaceTiming. So as the screen looks like this big Zoom call, they are talking about becoming new people. That to me seems like an interesting way to get extra relatable and send a message. Today's generation can go towards a happy future right here, right now. Wherever you are, let's link up online and get started right away. It's easier to do than you think. It's easier to start pursuing this better future than you think. 
Now let's talk about their big debut, Siren. Another massive explosion occurs while the members are in this tall building, with lots of security cameras on the pillars around them. One of them is actually in a room alone, where security cameras form a tight circle around him. Then a meteor shower joins, the explosion, things are crazy, but eventually the group just sort of parties in classic P1 Harmony fashion. Around this car they stand on with a megaphone. The dance party by a car, notable for later, as well as the key detail of the scene where the group is dancing in a room with flashing lights and lots of extras wearing identical suits. So as the group is just the life of the party, the extras are very boring just standing there. There's also a convenience store scene, notable for later. Lots of lyrics about taunting the siren. Like, oh, warning, better watch me. Siren, I'll tuck you in bed. Siren, you're just an appetizer. You're the instrument drowning out the siren. Keep going, make it louder. Very just about surmounting even the most glaring obstacles. The high stakes continue in the video for Scared, where they continue to question the listener. Like, hey, what are you scared of? Please just be yourself. Don't listen to the naysayers. Is making a living worth giving up on yourself? Why are you feeling small? You are you, no matter what others say. Why do you put yourself down? Cut it, quit it, stop it. Let it out. Show what's really inside you. Stop lying. Don't be afraid of showing your truth. No more. There are a lot of rapid-fire images on the screen, like a quick montage, just a bunch of images that are super blink and you'll miss it. There's everyone in ski masks, hiding their true selves. There's a scene with a tiny TV screen again, another one where that TV crashes to the ground. Graffiti on a column. This is something unintelligible, but I made out the words, be kept alive. There's a separate graffiti writing about Noah's Ark. Then there are scenes with this parking garage that suddenly is full of cars later. And later, the graffiti and car symbols combine, and a car covered with graffiti is seen, in front of more extras, once again in dark clothes. As one member is alone, looking really broken, on the bathroom floor, and extras elsewhere are looking down and alone as well, the lyrics are, Before my eyes you are trapped. Later, when that lyric is repeated, Before my eyes you are trapped, now he's upwards, looking upwards, got up from the bathroom floor. Later on, the mirrors start to crack. Rocks fall from the sky, damaged statues, mirrors. They're basically symbolizing their remaking of the definition of beauty. More explosions. The parking garage eventually has some beds in it. So I think the message there is we made this place our home. We left our mark here. This is our territory now. But it could also mean something to do with the expression, you made your bed lie in it, you never know. The big marble statue that you'll see again and again in their work, that is one of the targets of a rock pelted at something. The Statue of David, which is considered this big Renaissance masterpiece that represents beauty, strength, and independence. Shameless plug, that ties in nicely with not just the K-pop Times artwork, episode of 17 karat K-pop, but the latest one about Enhyphen too, the Manifesto Day 1 episode, where I talk about the story of David and Goliath, which applies to this statue of David. Anyway, and this statue actually emphasizes that story where David outsmarted the guy with more physical strength with his wits. So the statue does have a slingshot, his weapon of choice, but it's very subtly placed. 
helps emphasize that the strength of David came from him, from his mind, from his wits, not from something, some object he got, some big weapon. And actually, wits over weapons is the perfect way to describe a group called P1 Harmony, who named their fandom Peace, Wits Over Weapons. The group represents coming into your own, basically, in the mental journey to get there, the hard mental struggles to come into your full self. That's what the video is all about. Some other notable moments, the butterfly decals seen attached to a hanging light seem to represent this metamorphosis. There's holding up something on fire. That will actually recur in the brand new video, so it seems notable. The fact they're dancing, perseveres amid a big storm, seems notable because the words on the screen at the end say, quote, rain leaked through the cracks of the world when the brave children crashed into it. Rain continuously poured as the dirt had to be washed out, unquote. Which seems to be the downpour referenced in the earlier Plus World monologue about whatever they did in the rain, washing away their troubles. It works. It helps them start a new world. They face the rain metaphorically and literally. So this brings into question the whole chronology of their videos because the Plus World intro monologue came out well before the scared video, but seems to reference what happens in the scared video. It's hard to make out exactly what the banner behind the member says, but I think it's we will dive to live, something about what they're willing to do to live, and that may allude to the downpour, the rain as well. Out of all these details though, the one big 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 one I think you have to remember is that in some parking garage dance scenes, they're all dancing except this guy standing behind them. Way in the back, on the stairs, stands this shadowy figure this outline of a guy who just stands still, staring at the group as they dance. I really have a hunch he's coming back in future releases. The outline of a person is emphasized with some blue lighting as well in the video for Do It Like This. And the white marble is back in Do It Like This when each member becomes a statue in a way. They stand on white pillars amid these marble busts. And they vow, quote, the world gets all of me before I die, unquote. They also talk about taking chances with lyrics like, my light's gonna change the world, there's that light reference, the door's wide open for you, enjoy the ride, dream it louder, do it like this. Basically, the song's about practicing what you preach. They're walking the walk when they try to talk the talk and tell you to believe in yourself. They each literally reclaim their crowns in this video as well. They're back to having a party, too, and now they pose and sing around a school bus instead of a car. But still, we have that zoom-in-on-a-TV-screen effect. Other notable details. There's a quick close-up of a dollar bill with a hole in the middle. A brief image of a message on the wall saying Dead City, presumably indicating they have left the ghost town of the Minus World, I guess you could call it. There's a giant crystal structure that floats before them that they go to stare at in amazement, maybe representing this plus world they have finally reached. But just as they're about to reclaim the crystals, the riches, they have these identical gold watches and all click reset on them. The countdown clock says they have one year, one month, one day, one second left for who knows what. So time travel does seem to be confirmed to play a role here as well as not giving into temptation to jump at the crystals, the promises of a better world, to take your time first to decide, to become comfortable in who you really are first. This all brings us to the brand new video for Doom to Doom.
which was also filmed in LA, like do it like this. They are in their carefree 80s wave era, love to see it, waving flags that actually basically burn away, and by the end of the video, they are replaced with very DIY, personalized flags. The members engage in shopping cart races, and one character in the shopping cart is this guy with face paint who's just kind of fiddling on his guitar, and this guy follows them from location to location. Maybe he was the guy standing in the background before. But yeah, the shopping carts are back. And they each have a flag, one of those flags, a giant dollar sign. So the dollar symbolism is back, the flags are back, a flaming object is back. This time what they're holding up is a torch that's also a flower bouquet. The cars are back, but now they're looking very broken down. But still, their choice of what to pose by. The crowns are gone, but the members have medals and ribbons, which they voluntarily rip off, get rid of, by the end. Mystery guitar player, KISS member, basically. The cars, the dollar bill, the flames, the marble statue. Not in this video, but I'm just listing symbols here. Graffiti. Then there's the TV screen, which once again is zoomed in on, and we see Just Do It Like This. Clearly a Just Do It Nike commercial spin-off. Nice. They're playing these Olympic sports like a video game. In each of their own Olympic sport, that kind of goes with their superpower. Intac, the immortal one, is playing electric guitar baseball. Kiho, the space and time traveler, is part of the new Olympic event, Traffic Sign Throw. Jonso, the one who has the power to invent anything, create anything, is part of gold mining boxing. June, the destroyer of the group, is part of window breaking etc. So they went from disharmony era, learning what their powers were, to now I think they're experimenting, seeing how far they can push them, how far they can take these powers through sporting events. So the Olympic Games theme I think will stick around for the rest of the harmony era, where they're trying to figure out how they can each contribute assets to life together as competitors and colleagues in Plus World. How to coexist with their superpowers in Plus World. Two more notable details. There is the fiery explosion, this time caused just by a golf ball being hit and hitting a building. So the super strength, the power to burn bright, share their flame of passion with the world, metaphorically speaking, becomes literal yet again. That's why there's so many flames in their videos, I think. And lastly, the crystal structure they had approached before is back. But it looks different. Now it looks kind of frozen and clearer. It's not a purpley color, it's just transparent. Ultimately, keep your eyes on people in the background of their videos, what happens to the recurring symbols, and the crystal structure. Three main things. Crystal structure, other recurring symbols, people in the background. I think going forward, the crystal structure will change forms, will keep looking different. Now what it means when it changes, up to interpretation still, but I think we'll get some answers by the end of the Harmony series. That's it for today, but I'll have a write-up about P1 Harmony's new music and more, a special statement from them, special photos, etc. at howtostand.substack.com very soon, probably by the time this episode is out. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today, and I will talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everybody!